Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jesse and Kathy Duplantis. We're in the boardroom <laughs> once again to talk about some things of God, and yes. I really like that. How are yeah. you doing today? You doing I'm all doing right? good. I've been enjoying these visits in Amen. our boardroom. I hope you're enjoying them, too. Well, I do enjoy them, and I, a lot of people, you know, they do a lot of views on this because we talk about different topics. I want to talk about something that God does that a lot of us don't like. Okay. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> in other words, God expects us to live by faith and not by sight. Right. One of the greatest persons he could ever choose was Abraham. Right. Now, Abraham is called our father of faith. Did I hit you on my side of And uh, to make a long story short, we're the seed of Abraham, mm -hmm. which means that he is the foundation in terms of our faith. But then Jesus took it further and made himself the foundation of our faith. Sure. And Jesus said we could do whatever he does. Mm -hmm. And that's such a blessing. But God does this a lot of times, and a lot of people don't like it, including me. And I, I want to talk about that today. And I want to go first to the book of Genesis chapter 12. I want to read verse 1. Okay. And, and uh, 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 just verse 1. I mean, right there, there's a hint that God is doing something. It says this in Genesis 12, verse 1. Now the Lord said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Mm -hmm. You ever notice God just tells you to start walking and he doesn't tell you where you're going? Have yeah. you ever been in your life right now, you don't know where you're going, you're not, you're not going to know what you do when you get there? I mean, you're at a point, wow, man. I know we walk by faith and not by sight, but it'd be kind of nice if God would give us a destination. <laughs> you see, just a destination. That's it, you know. Are you going to Dallas? Are you going to New York or whatever? But he's telling Abraham to do something that the natural mind doesn't like. Mm -hmm. It likes to know from point A to point B. Kathy tells everybody, Jesse has not, not only does he have plan A and plan B, he got A through Z. <laughs> well, you got to do it, you know, because, you, you know, things are switching and changing. Curves are, you know, in your life are like this, you know, all the time. So I, when I saw that, the Lord said, I want you to talk about that today. And I said, okay, because I feel a lot of you right now, sometimes you don't know what to do. You don't know where you're going. You, 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 all you know is that you heard something from God and you want to move on that. Now go with me to Hebrews chapter 11. I want to read this again. I call that the hall of faith. Hebrews chapter 11. And in verse, uh, verse 8, it says this, By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're reading the Bible, underline that, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whether, where he was going. Now, I want to talk about that today, and not knowing where you're going, because, see, if you don't, and I, I, I used to really, you know, talk to God about this all the time. I'd say, God, listen, why don't you just tell me, and I'll just do that, because, you see, he said, that's not walking by faith. Mm -hmm. That's walking by sight. I, I, I want, the whole key to this is hearing the voice of God. See, when the voice of God speaks, three things happen. A message, a mission, and a separation from the past. See, what God is trying to get me to do, or you to do, or Kathy to do, is he'll separate us from our past. He will give us a message. He will give us a mission. What message? Which, that message means spiritual freedom. Whom the Son is set free is free indeed. A mission which can only be fulfilled by obedience. That's why in Hebrews 11 he said he obeyed. He obeyed. And the whole thing of this is, see, what you have to do is get up and say, I'm going to obey what the Lord said. Have you ever opened up your wallet and looked in there and saw an abundance of lack? Ain't nothing in there. <laughs> or maybe you had $2 and the Lord said, give me that. And you go, 
No, Jesus, you don't understand. I won't be able to do this. I won't be able to do that. See, you're determining your life on what you, what you have in your hands when you should be determining what God is saying to you, which will make your destiny and your destination. Are you hearing what I'm saying here today? So a lot of it, I feel like in the spirit that a lot of you are saying, God, I don't know what to do. Well, good. You're now in the best position you could ever be in your life. I remember that. I told that to the Lord not too long ago. I said, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. He said, isn't that wonderful? I said, no, it's not. <laughs> At least I don't think so. He uh -huh. said, Jesse, when you don't know what you're doing, if you made a mistake, you wouldn't know you made a mistake because you don't know what you're doing. Because mm -hmm. then you're going to walk by faith and not by sight. How many times God has told you to walk by faith and not by sight? Yes, many times, you know, he just gives me a little, the beginning of it. Beginning. I don't see the end result. Right. And it's kind of like just one light bulb goes off. You right. know, in our house, we have this this garage right. that we park our cars in, and, and it's, it's activated by a motion detector. Right. And the minute I open my door, I look into that garage, and it, it's still dark. Right. And, and if I would stay just in the doorway, it would always stay dark. But right. the moment I put my foot my foot into that room that garage the lights go on. the light goes and on. then I'm able to see where I'm going so that's really what I think obedience is you may not understand it but when you take that first step of faith God will illuminate Amen. the pathway so that that second step can be taken but you're never going to take step two three four five six if you don't be obedient and take that first step, because Abraham, he says he went out searching for a city whose maker, whose builder and foundation was, was God. God. See, just going forth. Mm -hmm. See, he obeyed. There's another scripture about said it's better to obey than to sacrifice. Now, the church world knows a lot about sacrifice. Just beat me, Jesus. Just be, No, Jesus don't want to beat you. You know, I just want to suffer, suffer, suffer. No, what he wants you to do is simply obey what he says. Mm -hmm. That's even in the marriage bond. Do you remember when that priest told you to obey me? Yeah. Or did he say that? I think, I he, think did. he did, but have he didn't you know any better. <laughs> he did not he know may have said that. Did he say She's to never you been too? married. <laughs> I don't know. You I, know I, I was trying to think of it on my side more than on your side. Well, we're supposed to, the word tells us <laughs> that we're true. submit to one another. <laughs> That's right. Did he say that? Sometimes I'm right and sometimes you're right. Well, but most, when we no, both no, no, get... most of the time I'm right. Now, come on, tell the truth, Ed. Don't you think? Well, that's your that's your. Uh, okay, That's now you vision. see where it's at. Praise God. It's better to obey than to sacrifice. He obeyed. Amen. Now think about that. You go up to your wife. You got a house. You got a home. You got family. And Abraham tells Sarah, get up. We're getting out of here. We're leaving all our kindred. But where are we going, Abe? I don't know. Now, you think he'd be drinking or taking drugs or something like that. You done lost your ever love of mine. See, that's the voice of God. He is separating him from his past. So in other words, when God speaks to you, he speaks a message, he okay. speaks a mission, and he speaks, he speaks a separation from the past. I have a statement here I want to read. When you have a separation from the past, that means a renunciation of all plans and an interest into absolute guidance. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How be it when the spirit of truth has come? He will guide you in how much truth? All truth. How much truth? All truth. How much truth? A-L-L-R. All truth. See, <laughs> which means he can't lie. I've said this so many times. I have convinced myself that God cannot lie. Mm -hmm. Cannot lie. He cannot. He would have to cease to be God if he did mm -hmm. because his word is true. See, so maybe God is telling you to do something. You say, but I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. Well, you so, you're certainly not going by yourself mm -hmm. because the Holy Spirit is guiding you. So you're never by you. You're never by yourself. That's right. See, how be it when the Spirit of truth is coming, guides you in all truth. And you know, the Bible has a name for the Holy Spirit called the Comforter. Right. Now, when we hear the Comforter speak to us, we ought to be in comfort. Mm -hmm. Now, he may say some things that our intellectual mind cannot handle, and that's okay. 
or, you know, our induction and reasoning or our range and research, our intellect. But you see, he's not dealing with any of that. That's the soulless realm of who you are. He is talking to your spirit. Your spirit should be doing everything God says. That's why he immediately says yes. But your mind said, well, where are we going? What are we going to do? How are we going to get there? The body says, listen, I'm just going along with you two guys, and I, and I got to do all the work. You know what I'm saying? All the sweats come, come through me. and all. No, no. What it is is this is simply obeying God's word. Right. That's called excelling. See, excelling is a pilgrimage whose course and duration cannot be foreseen. You know, when God told me to preach this, uh, to, to build this ministry, I mean, I, I thought, what? He said, I'm going to give you a ministry. And I thought, a ministry? My Lord Jesus, I mean, I, I'm not qualified. He said, that's why I'm calling you. Mm -hmm. Because there'd be a lot less argument. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because you are walking by faith and not by sight. So, I mean, my mind, my faith could only just go so far. Right. That was it. But every time I took a step, God moved the bar further and right, further right. to where we are today. Well, it's when, to, when, at some point, when you take that first step, you become, actually, you have the ability to start seeing that second Amen. step. Remember when he called Abraham? We read about it. Amen. Later on, you can read that he says, hey, come outside. I'm going to show you the stars. And yeah. he had him look up at the stars and, yeah, and show that that is how big the vision is yeah. that God had for his family and his and, life. Then he said, go to the seashore, you know, look at all the sand. You won't even be able to count the right. amount of uh, descendants yeah. that you're going to have. God yeah. had a great big vision for Abraham, but he gave him practical things to look at so that his mind could wrap around it. I believe when God gives us a vision, we step forward to take that first obedient step. Amen. God will bring reinforcements. He will begin to open it up. We can find passages in his Bible and sure. in the Word of God that will strengthen us and help us to take the second, the third, the fourth step, and finally reach the destination that God now, has. Watch how much he was obeying. He had a wife who could not get pregnant. Was Sarah was barren, barren, they call that. Right. Barren, you know what I'm saying? My Lord, and in those days, if a woman couldn't have a baby, she, according to them, they, they, she was worthless. So in other words, you have to have a legacy. But yet Abraham would go and look at the stars, and he'd say, Sarah, come out to the tent. I want to show you something. What, Abraham? Look up. That's how many kids you're going to have. <laughs> she looked at him like he lost his mind. That's why she laughed. Yeah, and when the promise was delayed, yeah. he thought, well, maybe um, he tried to do it in the natural, and he oh, thought he never do that. messed things up. <laughs> because that's why we got the Arab-Israeli problem today, because Abraham messed up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and when you understand that, if he'd have just waited, a delay is not a denial. And sometimes it looks like it is, you know, because, you see, we're on a time frame. God's not. God just speaks, and it is. So when we realized, see, when Abraham was looking up, Kathy, he was seeing me and you. We mm -hmm. were the seed of Abraham. That's right. So when he looked at the beach, he saw the grains of sand. He was seeing me and you, me and Kathy, you, because we were part of that. Do you know we have more planets, moons, and stars than we have grains of sand on the planet Earth? Mm. And that is proven by our scientists. We have like, we're like and, and almost I hear 400 that billion galaxies. I hear that it's still expanding because when God oh yes. said light be, it didn't stop. It keeps, no. it keeps growing. Because God keeps pushing the light. <laughs> see, he keeps pushing that light, see? Yeah. Why? Because light brings uh, open eyes. You can see some things. I preached the other day, you can't open closed eyes if yours are closed. That's true. That was see, true. so when you understand that, that's excelling. So Abraham went out, and when he went out, now watch. I mean, he didn't know where he was going, but he kept going. Mm -hmm. And in that process... Genesis 13 took place, mm -hmm. and Abram was very rich in cattle, silver, and gold. See, when you obey, all the other stuff's going to follow. Yeah. Lock, stock, and barrel. But you see, 
Uh, you might be, you may be in a car and you don't, and you're homeless. How am I going to get a house? That's not your job to know how. It's your job just to believe. Mm-hmm. And if we keep complaining, and I know it's easy to complain because I've done it myself, mm-hmm. and start believing. Every time we get that thought of complaining, say, no, I'm a, no in whom I have believed. Sometimes you've got to say, tell yourself a thousand times a day what the Word of God has to say because right. we live in this natural and God, world. And I believe God will give us practical instructions on how to do it, just like when he gave uh, the, the vision to Noah to build the ark. Yeah, that made no exactly sense. Where to put the windows, where to put the doors, where, where to put and the animals. And it had never rained. It had, yeah. What it's is rain? Thing. Yeah, see, the, the earth was watered. The water would come up to the roots of the plants, see, in, in that day and time. They didn't know what rain. What are you, what are you building a boat out there for? That? But it, there was an abundance of rain coming. Mm-hmm. Even with Elijah. Mm-hmm. And when he looks out there, and there's a, you know, there's a, uh, what do you call it, a drought going on. And he sees a cloud about the size of a man's hand. Look at my hand. And buddy, he took all, he said, get down this mountain because yeah. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. Right, coming. right. He had heard the voice of God and Amen. he had prayed. The Bible says that he prayed seven times Woo. and he didn't see a result the first yeah. time, the second time, third time. Where he kept praying. Excelling. We can't give up on our seeking and our praying oh. and our asking. Some people think that if you pray a second or a third time, you really didn't believe. No, you're just persevering. Jesus prayed three times when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Sure. You can continue to pray. You in fact, he teaches us to ask. You change your and prayer. Keep on Catholic. asking. He says. Yeah, you change your prayer. That when you pray, and the next time you pray, you say, no, "I already prayed. Now I receive. I but receive." You, when you pray, keep believe that you receive. On. You know, I was thinking about when you started this. You talk about the story of Abraham. Abraham got the vision, but he, but he could have just sat on the porch at his daddy's house. And, oh yeah, and not done anything. Not done. Talking to everybody about what he's gonna do. Right. But there was a time when he got up off the porch, started t- putting a step out there. He took that first Amen. step, and he did what I call the Abraham thing. He kept walking the length and the breadth of the land. He said, everywhere that God told him, everywhere the pl- that you place your sent your foot, I will you. give it to you. And he told so, it to Joshua too. So there's always a plan, as a forward motion. God will give you a step by step plan, but you have to take those Amen. steps. And it's going to be a faith walk, but eight, okay, just but that's like, the key, the <laughs> faith walk. Because you see, you're not sure where you're going, but every time you're putting your foot down, you're claiming something. Mm-hmm. God has given to you every time you're doing this. Now, who don't want it yesterday? Yeah. Okay, let me give you a problem. Let's go to money. Now, that's that's going to get your attention. Have, I never forget when you know when you're raised Catholic. You know, and, and, and nothing wrong with the Catholic. I like the Catholic people. We give a dollar. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we give a dollar. You know, I never forget the time that. Uh, the Lord asked me for $100. I like the fellow on the floor, $100. Hmm. $100? You want me to give $100? And, and then I had this wonderful excuse because I was going by sight. I said, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. He said, that's all I asked for. And I thought, well, yeah. That's true. Yeah, but see, but I was thinking, but if I give $100, I give what I got. That's all I got. I have nothing. But in God's eyes, he saw the harvest I was looking at the seed. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've often said that you may be able to hold the seed in your hand, but you won't be able you, to hold the cannot, harvest that that seed will bring. Oh, Even I'm in the you. natural. In the natural, it works like that. Physically. I said, but that's all I got. He said, that's all I asked for. Man, when he said that, I had never heard anybody say that to me. I, I, I never heard that statement. But he was telling me to walk. He was yeah, stretching you. you had stretching like a me. Stretch marks. I felt like a woman with stretch marks. <laughs> oh, Jesus, help me, Lord. You know, I, I did, but he said, well, all I had to do was simply obey. Mm-hmm. I made up my mind that day. I said, he is going to always have me going where I'm, I don't know where I'm going. 
And here's a statement God gave me. God never shows us how much it will cost to obey him. Why? Because if it did, most of you wouldn't do it. He's just taking it step by step. But see, every time you're taking a step, you own and land. Every time, you, eventually the harvest begins to come. And sometimes it comes very quick because your faith is very powerful. I love baby Christians. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. Why can't just believe? Yeah. They haven't learned to doubt yet. You know, Jesse, we get Let me explain okay. that a minute. They haven't learned to doubt yet. They hadn't got around them old Christians mm -hmm. saying this. Well, I tried that and it didn't work. And I tell you one thing, I wouldn't do that stuff and that prosperity stuff's of the devil. But if it is, how come you're working for a living? Mm -hmm. How come you get mad if you don't get your paycheck? My Lord, I mean, no, it's not. See, poverty is what's bad. That's what you need to speak against. Poverty, not prosperity. Now, you don't fall in love with money. We've got enough sense to know that because the love of money is the root of all evil. That's but right. money's not because you live in an economic world. That's right. So right. when God told me to give, and I said, that's all I got. He said, that's all I asked for. I didn't, he, he didn't change his mind. That's right. I didn't mean to interrupt you. So no, what that's you okay. No, but even I remember when we started giving, there were people around us that said, why are you doing that? You, <laughs> you need that money. Because oh, we would write we out our tithe check and we put it on the piano near the, our, our, it was in our living room as we went out our door of that little tiny 900 square foot house. 910 square 910, foot. excuse me. <laughs> but uh, it was tiny, and it was but we, I would write out the, the, the tithe check and bills and things, tithe first and bills. I remember I kept it there so that when we went to church, we could yeah, grab it we put it on the it. piano. I had a and, little piano. And our, our brother-in-law, who was a lawyer and unsaved at the time, said, what are you doing that for? You need you that You need money. that money. And, and, and he was speaking the truth. Yeah. Yeah, we needed we that We put money. God first in the area of the tithe, and, and we were faithful in those early days oh, and still faithful. And still are. It didn't make any difference, you know. And uh, why? Because, you see... God never tells you how much it's going to cost to serve him. Let me tell you what it's going to cost. Now, I'm going to tell you, it's going to cost you everything. Mm -hmm. What do you mean everything? Your whole heart, mm -hmm. your whole soul, your whole body. But well, guess what you're going to get? Mm -hmm. You can't even imagine That's true. how big God will bless you. But the church world will not allow that sometimes. Mm -hmm. They say they worry about you being greedy. And I know some people get greedy, but let me tell you something about God. He loves you so much, he trusts you more than the religious crowd. People got mad at Jesus because he healed on the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Any day is good to get healed. <laughs> My right. God, you know, well, it shouldn't heal on the Sabbath. So here you are dying with cancer, and you got pain that's terrible, and it just happens to be the Sabbath. Here comes Jesus, the anointed one, and his anointed. Well, we can't hear you. You're going to have to wait till tomorrow, but you may not make it to tomorrow. Mm. You see what I'm trying to say? See, that's what religion does. It always puts a barricade. It always puts a blockade. It puts a barricade first. Then it puts a blockade because you mm. can't get there because if they can't figure it out in their mind, they don't want to do it. But I love, I love Abraham. He just said, let's go, Sarah. Mm -hmm. We're going. And the promised land was promised to them. And the ones who get up and go get the result. Oh, you better know and it. And I was thinking about the, the boat when, when all the disciples were in the boat and oh, Jesus yeah. came walking on the water. And Peter says, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come. And he got up out of the boat. Don't you know that all those disciples that were in there had to give him some hard times? They had to <laughs> so try to stupid? bring him. Yeah, they probably jerked him, tried to jerk him back <laughs> oh, into yes. the boat. But he stepped on out there. Even though he started to fall, Jesus picked him up. You, and he got Do you remember your father-in-law when I, I, got, I got born again? I was a rock entertainer. I made a lot of money in my life as a young man. Well, I gave it all away, okay? And I got a regular job. And I got a good job. Uh, you know, I went to a couple of, and then I got a real good job with Shell Oil Company, mm -hmm. which I really love Shell Oil Company. I remember when God called me to preach. Right. I'll never forget what the boss, my boss, his name was Ken Butcher. 
I, mean, I think Mr. Butcher's still living somewhere in Texas. Wonderful man. Mm -hmm. And I, they gave me, and I, I, so I put in my resignation. They thought I lost my mind because they said, you know, he's a good worker. Now watch this. He said, well, what are you going to do? How are you going to make a living? Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to preach the gospel, but how are you going to make a living? I said, my God's going to take care of me. And he looked at me, and he, what, he, he, I mean, he looked at me, and he liked me. Don't misunderstand me. And he said, okay, Jesse, but I mean, it was a nervous thing. It really wasn't nervous for me because I'd heard the voice of the Lord. Mm -hmm. See, when I had given all my money away, it was one of the greatest things I ever did in my life. I passed the money test. Mm -hmm. See, God realized that, or I realized that God could trust me with finance. So I stepped out by faith. And ladies and gentlemen, I went full-time evangelism in 1978. Mm -hmm. And my, fir my, fir my first year of evangelism, I preached every week. Yeah. I mean, every week. And I never called people and said, would you like me to come, which is nothing wrong with that. You see, I was walking by faith and not by sight. In those days, we didn't have this, social media. Oh, no, no, no. If a pastor did not ask you to preach, you didn't preach. The only place you could preach was on the street. And they were called street preachers. You know what That's I'm right. saying? That kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And to make a long story short, when God's word began to flow, and he, he said, I'm, I gave, I'll give you a ministry. But I had to pass that money test. See, so never thinking he'd ask me for more than $100, but he kept raising it up until mm -hmm. he got to a million dollars. And I said, I'll never forget when God told me to give a million dollars. I said, a million dollars. And the Lord said, hey, Jesse, you got more than that now. Uh-oh, now don't get mad at me. Don't criticize me. Oh, whoa. I said, that's right. Every time he asked me for something, I said, that's all I got. He said, that's all I asked for. But the day came when he asked me, and I, he said, you got more than that now. I said, that's right. He said, and it will always be. And I asked the Lord, I guess maybe 10, 15 years ago, are you ever going to ask me for all my money again? I was willing. He said, no, never will again. Why? He don't pay for the same real estate twice. He said, you passed the money test. So what happens is I realized I had to do that because as a, as a young man growing up, I was raised very poor and nothing wrong with that. Mom and dad did the best they could. But he was trying to bring me to a level which was called the promised land. Yeah. The promise. And every day I well, get I up and thank I, God for that. I think a lot of that probably, Jesse, because for a long time your security was in money. Oh, it was. You, as a young boy, you wanted to make it make a I better life right. for yourself. Right. You went, went to the nightclub, uh, the music industry. Oh, I did. I remember you did a lot of things to try to make a living and oh. all this. And that was a good work ethic. Yeah. God used, still uses that. But your focus and your security was in that. God wanted you to yeah. security to be totally in him. The same thing that he told that rich young ruler. Right. God's not calling everybody to give away everything they have. No, but there no, are he, some uh, people that he will speak to. He told him to go sell he wanted to. Have. He wants to show them where their heart is. And our heart needs to be focused on God and, and him, uh, not on things. You know, some people have taken a misconception of the, the pool you'll have with you always. Why is that? Why did Jesus, because some people just want to be poor. There's some people that just don't want to go back to work. Well, who would, who would, who would mind being retired with a bunch of money? Just go do what you want. Well, let me tell you what. I know a lot of people like that, they're bored stiff. They don't know what to do with themselves. All of a sudden, they just go get a little job somewhere. They say, man, I, you know, after you play golf, and I, I'm, how much golf can you play? You know what I'm saying? In other words, you have to keep yourself activated. Now, I, I, I want to read this point here. And, and, and I want you to understand, to excel, because I'm talking about excelling here, excelling in life, because you don't know where you're going. That means you're excelling. To excel, you must be ready for unexpected calls and new responsibilities. What it takes to operate this ministry, 
I got a lot of people in, the, in this boardroom behind the cameras and things like that, and they, they have no idea what he thinks. You know why? That is not their responsibility. It's my responsibility. Kathy is the COO, Chief Operating Officer. I'm the Chief CEO, Chief Executive Officer. Now, watch all of these people, they, I, I pay these people. Now, if their check is not, if, 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 I don't think they get a check anymore. They do it electronically. Is that correct? Automatic. Automatic. Yes. How do you do that? Now, watch mm -hmm. it. Now, they have bosses here. They got, we, we got a supervisor. We got directors in here. All that kind of stuff. But if their check is not bounces or they don't get their electronic whatever it is, they're not going to George, the director. They ain't going to the CEO. They're coming to my office. Uh, Brother Jesse, excuse me. Why? Because on that check, it says Jesse DePlantis Ministries. Jesse DePlantis, which means I accepted that responsibility. See, God had to help me to accept that. That was a responsibility I wasn't thinking of. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go into ministry, and it's just going to be me. And I won't have all this, quote, overhead. But what God had, and said, in his mind, I don't have any overhead because he supplies all my need. He supplies all my desire. He supplies all my want. Now, when you say things like that, people are right to say, oh, you, you got to buy my house for me. Mm. You know, I could buy your house for you. I don't mean that privately, but I'm not. Why? Because you made me your source. You can't make any individual your source. Your source must be God. It's the same way with Abraham. Abraham could have stayed at some place and said, well, you know, I'm going to just do it. No, 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 no. He made, his, he made Isaac work. Isaac made Esau and Jacob work. Jacob made his two sons work. In other words, you've got to do something yourself. Mm -hmm. So you take on unexpected calls and new responsibilities, see, in every area. That's why God is telling you to go, obey. Mm -hmm. And when you obey his word, it comes to pass. That doesn't mean hard times don't come. Mm -hmm. You know, that doesn't mean you're not going to get, you know, no weapon formed against you going to prosper. Like I told you earlier in some of these things, me and Kathy this year were married 50 years, and I was really looking forward to do something for Kathy, you know, because uh, we never had a honeymoon, and, you know, we had three years later, I was working, man. I, I just, just the way it was, and been like that from day one. So I thought, man, we're gonna, I'm going to take her to Paris, gay Paris, walk on the Champs-Élysées, you know, go through the, the gate and all that kind of stuff. Take her to the real Louis Vuitton store. <laughs> Get what you want, mama. And guess what happened? Cristobal. You ever heard of that name? I still can't figure out what that is. That was a tropical storm that came. Nobody could go anywhere. The COVID virus shut down everything. France shut down. Can't cross the border. Now, I could have said, gloom and despair and agony on me. Deep, dark depression, excessive misery. That's an old hee-haw song. <laughs> used to be on television. But you know what? A delay is not a denial. And we were talking about it uh, last night. We're still going. Mm -hmm. We've got to wait till everything opens up. All that kind of stuff. Because just the day, does the day mean something? Yes. Yeah, it does. But you know what? We're still going to do it. The devil's doing everything he can. We're probably going to have a better time when we go. Yeah. We're going to go somewhere. We're, we're, not gotta go sure somewhere. we're going to do something. Who knows? Whatever. And, 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 uh, but I promised a honeymoon. Lord Jesus. You know what I'm saying? I've been promising this for 50 years. And, uh, but she doesn't mind in a sense. At least I don't think she does. No, do I you? No, I no. don't. <laughs> because she works too. A lot of time if I walk in her office, she goes, what? <laughs> what? And I go, good Lord. Man, I'm the CEO. Like as if that really impresses her. She says, I got things to do. I'm back out the door. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and uh, I have to keep her on time. You know what I mean? She just keeps going, working. And, and, and I like that. Don't misunderstand me. Why? Because she gets unexpected calls and responsibilities she didn't know. Because she knows I'm going to come in and say, why is this not working? I want to know that. And, you know, I said, the Lord, I said, we're going to do this. She said, how come my name is we? 
<laughs> well, I don't know why your name is we. It's just part of it. You know, we're a team effort. Mm -hmm. That's what God was saying when Abraham and Sarah went out. Sarah was part of this thing. Mm -hmm. Actually, she was the biggest part because she had to believe God to have a baby, and she was barren. Mm -hmm. And her old age. Yeah. You know, God's Ooh. always looking for two to agree. That's, That's touching anything. Amen. That's the power that we have when we agree on something. That's why the enemy comes in to try to always bring division, right. you know, and frustration. Well, faith is always an adventure. Right. It's an adventure. I do enjoy it. Now, let me go back to finance. See, some of you, I have a lot of partners to this ministry that support this ministry. And they're such a blessing. They feel like they're extended family. They are. God may speak to you to be a partner of this ministry. Oh, but I don't have much. It don't take much. See, it's what he said. And if he don't say nothing, then don't do nothing. That's pretty simple, isn't it? You know, but when God tells you to do something, he'll always do you. Always ask you to do something you think, no, it just can't be that. <laughs> he certainly wouldn't do that. One time we were preaching, well, it was last year in Australia. Kathy had on a pair of real pretty shoes, expensive shoes. Kathy liked expensive shoes. She used to buy pay less shoes. I have now to I say. Now I pay more, right? And now you pay more. It's way more <laughs> than it's pay less, you know. <laughs> we used to go to pay less. <laughs> I don't think they did business today because people paid less and they didn't make the money. <laughs> you see? So watch this. She's, she goes in. And I think it was the pastor's daughter. Yeah. She looked down and said, oh, Miss Kathy, those are some beautiful shoes. Now, we're in Australia, and we were in the wintertime. Our summer is their winter. Mm -hmm. You ready for this? Kathy takes her shoes off and gives them to her. Now, Kathy's in her bare foot, bare feet. And I said, y'all walk her real fast and get back to the van because it's kind of cool out there, you know. Well, and, I didn't do it the first time she mentioned it. She complimented <laughs> me on them and loved them and all this kind of stuff. But, and after she went away. Uh, now, what kind of shoes were they? They were Louis Vuitton pumps that I'd had. I'd gotten, pumps? What do you mean by pumps? Well, they had a little heat. <laughs> <laughs> the it? ladies know what a pump is. It means well, it just I'm has a, a heel. I want to know what's a pump. Did it's you pump like them a, up? It's <laughs> It's just like a dress shoe with oh, a little pointed, it had a little pointed toe. Is the pump is why they're so expensive? I don't think so, Jess. Okay, I just want to <laughs> know. A little Inquiring minds want to know. I'll show you later when okay, we get home you. what a pump that. is. But I was, I remember thinking after she told me that, you know, if she compliments me again, I'm going to give her these shoes. I had that thing in my heart. Mm -hmm. Then later after the service, and I noticed that she was one of the worship leaders. Yeah. After the service, she said it again. I said, well, honey, what size do you wear? And she told me it was the same size. So I said, well, these are yours. And she was so overwhelmed. But what had happened, which you don't remember or maybe didn't know, was that she had a vision board. And on her vision board at the very top was Louis Vuitton shoes that she would have one Praise day. Praise God. And so she, her mother was so excited because seeing the fulfillment of something that she had written down and was believing for, even in a small thing. You know, sometimes we learn faith by small things like Amen. that. And we learn faith on different things, projects. In other words, Put your faith uh, to work on even on a small thing. That way when the big things come up, you'll be able to implement the same pop, same steps, Amen. same procedures, and you'll see your victory. So I was thankful that I was able to be a part of her vision Amen. board fulfillment on just one thing. And I know God has a great future for that young girl. She may even be watching today. Yes, I hope you are. Watch this now. Let me help you, sweetheart, on your vision board. You should have said new Louis Vuitton shoes, <laughs> but they weren't that bad shape. They were nice oh, no, shoes. They were really but I'm just nice. saying it. See, God don't care if they knew. He don't care what they cost. The church world does. The secular world does. But not God. God is El Shaddai. God of more than enough. You can even have more than one pair if you want. Mm -hmm. How many you want? Now that's gonna make somebody mad. Now that's causing you to get out and walk where you never walked before. 
you think, oh, I just, oh, wait a minute, that's just greed. No, that's growth. That's God saying, ask anything and whatsoever you shall ask in my name. Now, what does that mean to you, whatsoever and anything? They spiritual, physical, financial, all, all three. Doesn't make any difference, you know what I'm saying? God's word is true. So watch this. Faith is always an adventure. It produces courage of the soul to face the unknown. I have unknowns every day in this ministry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I came in today, and, I, want, and it, I, I had an unknown. I called in one of my directors, Martin. I wanted to know about the satellite phones and things mm-hmm. like that. I didn't even know I, I paid twenty-three dollars or $2,400 to do this and that because you got to have all this technology. Every, years ago, you could do it. Now, it, they say if you get this, you got to pay this. Usually, I thought that was free. None of that stuff is free. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a revelation on that. And that's what somebody's technology, they came up in their mind. And I'm not saying they can't sell it. That, that's fine. But I needed to know that. I wanted to approve that. So watch it. I didn't know how to approve it. So I called the CEO in. I oh, called oh, Kathy. Oh, oh, C-O-O. C-E. No, that's C-E. me. Yeah, I'm CEO. Oh, oh. What am I? What am I? What am I? EO's. And Executive. Don't oh, you oh. ever forget it. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had to do that. Because well, see, Kathy gets involved. She's the one with the iPads. She's the one with the... Uh, uh, the, the phones and the, and the Wi-Fi's. I don't even know what a Wi-Fi is. And I said, do, when you're doing, uh, do we need this, Kathy? And she said, yes, that sometimes we need this. They need to get a hold of you or we have to make a decision. And I said, that's fine. All I needed was to know the unknown. Mm-hmm. You see, so there's sometimes I'll just go to God, say that, say, Lord, I need to know the unknown. And he says, sure, I was waiting for you to ask me. Yeah. All of a sudden, Abraham found out where the promised land was. Yeah. He right. knew. He, first, it was the unknown. He said, now I need to know. Mm-hmm. And God showed it to him. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? That's what I mean. Faith is always an adventure. Now, God gave me a statement. I, 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 I want to read it. I wrote it. I actually cut it out. Look at this little thing. And this is years ago. Never let the waves of thought tell you this is too much truth. Mm. What I'm speaking today, I know somebody else said, that's just too much truth. No, 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 no. Because, see, you're poverty-minded. You don't mean to be, but that's what you've been taught. Watch this. Never let the waves of thought tell you this is too much truth. Poverty will come in and rob you not only of your possessions, but also of all hope for anything. That's good. That's exactly. Isn't that a great statement? Your husband wrote that. Oh, Would you wow. like to have that in your mouth? <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. Praise God. Poverty will come in and rob you, mm-hmm. not only of your possessions, but also of all hope. Of all hope. So it's like the enemy comes, the Bible says, Jesus said, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's what you see in the homeless. Right. He really can't kill until he steals. That's right. First, he steals your hope. Then he starts a process of killing off everything else. And then destroys but, it. So hope is important. It's the blueprint. But faith is what's going to get us what we need. Amen. Abraham was the father of our faith. He led by example. He started out not knowing where he was going, but God knew where he was leading him. I have to say something, and I don't mean this. Don't get mad at me. You see a lot of homeless on the streets. When I was a little boy, you didn't see that. In America, you didn't see that. If you saw somebody homeless, they called him a wino. Remember that? An old wino. Any of y'all remember that they said this room in here? Yeah, an old, and I thought, an old wino. But how many times I seen an old wino when I was a little boy, and I looked into his eyes, there was no hope. No hope. You see, that's what poverty does. Mm-hmm. It not only takes your possessions, because those can be replaced. 
But buddy, <laughs> when it takes your hope, yeah. you have nothing left. But faith says now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Right. Hoped for. Mm -hmm. So when I see homeless people, I don't want them to be homeless. My God, in a rich nation like America, why would you want them to be homeless? But there's no hope there. See, they tell me, well, that's all you can do. I remember one time I prayed, I saw a prostitute. She had no hope in her eyes. Someone told her that the only thing she could do, if she had a, a real good figure, was her body. Sell her I body. said, girl, you got a brain. And I ministered to that girl on the streets in New York. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that. Make a long story short, hope came into her eyes. Yeah. Hope came into her eyes. You see, because everywhere she went, she was used. Everywhere she went, she was abused. Nobody cared for her. Mm. Nobody. But when the word of God sparked something, the light turned on in her eyes. I wasn't, I wasn't condemning her because she was a prostitute. But she figured that's all she could do. God doesn't create idiots. Mm. He creates in his image. It's the other people in the world wants to call you an idiot and you begin to believe it, then they destroy your hope. Right. He always has an answer for any problem we have. Right. Yeah. I have a great testimony I want to Go read, ahead. read it. right now since we're at this point in the teaching. This is from Cleopatra. Cleopatra? How many Cleopatras you know? I mean, oh, this man, is a great name. Lord, I'm the only one any, I knew uh, Cleopatra in Egypt. Well, here you know But I did one. not know her. I just this saw one. <laughs> This cool, one you're going to love. Okay. She says, ever since I got rid of my deliberate sin in my life, God has been blessing me supernaturally. God bless you, Jesse Duplantis, Pastor Kathy, your children, and your ministry. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't she that got rid of the problem. A deliberate sin. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, get rid of the weights and sins which so easily beset us. Right. And right. let us run with patience the race that's set before us. I believe that's Hebrews 12. And when you understand that, I believe Hebrews 12 too, I think. Yes. When you understand that, see, what I'm telling you right now is that you, may, you are facing an unknown. You don't know where you're going. Mm -hmm. Listen to me. You are not watching this by accident. You didn't just turn it on. God caused you to do that. See, faith is trying to get something to you. I'm going to say something going to shock you. Have you ever went past, you, uh, you remember when the malls were open? All of them, when you could go anywhere? You walk past something. And watch this, you couldn't afford what you saw in the window. They call it window shopping, is that right? Uh-huh. Okay, now watch this. All right, you went by, let's uh, uh, say jewelry. Women like jewelry, you know what I'm saying? So uh, they walk by and you see this beautiful watch. I don't know, necklace, ring, I don't know, whatever you like. Earrings, whatever. And you go, whoo. Boy, you just felt the urge in you. Now, you can't afford any of that. You know it. Everybody else knows it. But your faith doesn't know it. Mm -hmm. uh oh, I'm getting here now. Your faith doesn't know that. You look at that, your faith says, you can have that. Your faith would demand you to believe for it. Oh, I just made a bunch of religious people mad. Your faith, would, that's why you like it so much. Your faith says, if you'll put me to work on that, I'll get that for you. Mm -hmm. That's not greed, buddy. It's that's pushing faith. you to stretch. Ooh, you better know to it. To expect more. Do you realize that? Let's say, uh, like, uh, 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 that lady put on her vision board, those Louis Vuitton, her faith demanded that she get a pair, and she got a pair. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But it's always somebody else saying, oh, I wouldn't pay that much money for that. Well, if you had the money, you would. You see? So you walk by that, that window and you go, oh, I love that dress or whatever you're looking at. You go, but I just can't afford that. He's not asking you to pay for it. He's asking you to believe for it. Mm -hmm. Your faith is making a demand on things. Mm -hmm. You want scripture? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Mm -hmm. The evidence of things 
not sing. Yeah. Uh, so like that old song, it's your thing, <laughs> do what you want to do. Yeah. I used to sing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's that force of hope that'll yes. cause you to get to your knees and pray and seek God. It makes the unknown known. Yes, and believe him for something. Or, and you know, sometimes you may not know how to pray alone, but you can put a comment here and send a prayer request in today. Yeah, we can believe And we'll you. be praying with you. We have prayer requests that come in all the time from different ways. They come in through the mail, Amen. telephone calls, well, emails. That's what Cleopatra did. Well, she got rid of the blockage. The, the sin. The blessing blocker. Intentional sin, yeah. And got rid of it. But I have another great testimony that I have Tell to me. read. It's from... Um, I hope y'all enjoying this. I'm enjoying this From Sinet. It says Sinet. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Okay. I, I love, that's like four zeros there. I love Jesse and Kathy. Thank you for this blessed teaching. I was raised with a poverty, just get by mindset. And this message gives me hope. I'm believing for a new job and a new house. My hubby needs a new job as well. When I called your ministry for prayer, your team was so sensitive. I spoke to the most compassionate prayer warrior. They didn't make me feel uncomfortable as some people might do. Thank you. So we have a, it's not just us, we, we will have a never team of make people you feel praying. uncomfortable. We may say some things that will shake you up, yeah. but they're not designed to hurt you. They're designed to make you grow. To help you get the answers that you help need. Help you. You know, Jesse, I believe there are people that are watching that we can agree together right now. Amen. No matter what it is, God knows there's no distance between us, even though we're right here in Destrehan, Louisiana, in our boardroom at our ministry Amen. headquarters. No matter where you may be around the world, Faith has, doesn't have any restrictions. You, you want to pray believe. right now? Let's pray together. Why don't you pray? You lead Father, it. in the name of Jesus, yes, Lord, we pray for every person that's watching this today, everybody that will watch it in the future, Lord. We know that you have no restrictions on this. We believe and agree for every need to be met, everybody that's sick to be whole and healed. Lord, every provision. Lord, we pray for a restoration of relationship. We pray for peace yes, in our Lord. nation yes, and Lord. around the world. Lord, unite us as one together so that you can be glorified and you can be blessed. By, by all your children that are yes, working together. Jesus. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for divine provision, divine protection, divine restoration in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, okay. See, some of you right now, you're on an unknown ocean. You don't know where you're going, but you have some orders that's been sealed. Mm. God's going to tell you, open up your orders, and you're going to find your destination and your destiny. And it'll work for you, not some of the time, but all the time. You know, I have to say this. I've had a lot of people say, oh, I just enjoy listening to you and Sister Kathy. You know why? We got fragrance. What? Fragrance. What do you mean fragrance? It's a point of mine. Life loses its depth and fragrance without inspiration in it. You see, we will inspire you to have fragrance, the fragrance of God. I'll never forget in 1988 when the Lord took us to heaven, took me to heaven. Mm. I said, what's that wonderful smell? Mm -hmm. And that angel said, that's the smell of God. It permeates everything. Mm. Now, I very seldom ever talk about that, you know, because some people want to build something on that. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and it's good. Don't misunderstand. But I could smell that. I know Kathy by her smell because she likes certain fragrances. <laughs> now, there's some I like she don't like. That's okay, you know, because it's her body. She can put what she want on it. And I can tell. I mean, she's got fragrant soaps. She's got perfume. She got, I mean, we got fragrance everywhere. You understand? She buys things in the house. I mean, the, I, I looked the other day and I, I saw some sticks, about this long, some brown looking sticks behind one of my clocks. I thought, what is them sticks? She asked me. I went, they give a fragrance in the room. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Is yeah. that right? Mm -hmm. Sticks. 
I mean, this woman knows some stuff. Praise <laughs> God. And I thought, is there? It's called a diffuser, and it, it takes the fragrant oil that's in the bottle, comes through those sticks, and it sort of fills a the room. A diffuser. Mm -hmm. That's a word I never heard of. Praise God. You learn things all the time. I'm learning, man. Me. I tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm on the me, unknown. You'll learn some stuff. I know. I'm on the unknown <laughs> ocean. I got to open up my order so I can stay sealed right Go now. Go ahead. When you understand, that's what is causing you to watch this. Because we're giving you some inspiration. That's right. We will always inspire you. Because every time I go to Christ, he always inspires me. But a lot of times I don't have a chance to go to him. He's at, he's at my house before I get a chance to do anything. He's there. He's, I spoke to him this morning. I said, Jesus, what do you think about that? He said, I think it's good, Jesse. Oh, I said, would you like to discuss it any further? It's about a situation in this man. No, make your decision and I'll back it. Hmm. Like it was nothing. Why? Because he knows the end result from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You see, you got to understand something about God, and I'm going to close with this. In the beginning, God. See, God said, it's finished. Mm -hmm. Now, start. If yeah. you think Jesus died on a cross 2,000 years ago, you're living in a dream world. That was his physical death. But the Bible said he was a lamb led to the slaughter before the, foundations before the foundation of the earth, the earth, which means they had a board meeting. God said, I'm going to create man. They're going to mess up, and I need a savior. Jesus says, I'll be their savior. God said, you did. He said, fine. So now he finished it. Now begin. <laughs> did you get that? Oh, yeah. oh, your mind's twirling right now. You see what I'm trying to say? That's what I'm talking about. That's why he's saying, Abraham, Abraham, walk, because I know where you're going. Yes. And I promise you, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That's right. Think about that. Hallelujah. What a blessing. I hope you enjoyed today. I want to thank all our partners who allow us to do this because we couldn't do it without your faithful financial support. And I mean that sincerely. Y'all have been so courteous and kind. And I have to say that. I've never seen them say this in our boardroom. But you know what? <laughs> We've been debt-free so long we have no concept of debt. Mm -hmm. And if people will listen what the Word says, you'll get a message You'll get a mission, and you'll get a separation. You will know the voice of God, and it'll be a separation from the past. Mm -hmm. You'll have a message of spiritual freedom and a mission that can only be fulfilled by obedience. Praise God. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. So thank you for watching today. Also, this Monday, June the 22nd at 7 p.m. Central Daylight Time, we're going to have a live chat. Are you yes, going to be with me this I'm time? I'm going to be right there with you. And we're going to receive questions, and we're going to answer them to the best of our ability. You know, the other day I got a pretty nasty um, email. I guess I didn't say something enough about something or whatever. You know, you can't please everybody, but I never intentionally tried to hurt anyone. Right. You know, I can't answer for everybody, but I can answer for Jesse. So I'm saying that to say this. In this live chat, I may say something you don't like, but I'll tell you this. I'm not going to say nothing I don't believe. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing you can count on. My word is my bond. You know, and if I make a mistake... I, if I sin publicly, I repent publicly. Remember that time I got, I'll say this in close. I got mad. It's your third closing. It's my third closing. Well, you know, hallelujah, Jesus. But I love okay. my social media. You can go as long as you want. Praise God. I'm I remember, still here. Okay. okay. I got mad because uh, I went outside and this, the whole van was caved in. Mm -hmm. And I thought, my God, what happened? And they said that the, uh, the van went up a brick wall. It can't go up. And they said it was just a scratch. I got angry. That was not a scratch. And I mean, I got hot. And I mean, I ripped into several people that were around me because I paid a lot of money that for that was, van. Yeah, that was probably 25 years ago. That's 25 years ago. I mind. went back. Oh, yeah. I went back up my office and I said, Lord, I, 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 I did it I'm wrong. I'm glad I wasn't around that day. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> so I called the whole office that was there. I got them in the foyer and I said, I want to repent. 
I said, I, I hollered at some people and I should not have hollered. And I said, I ask you to forgive me if I, if I sin publicly, I repent publicly. And the whole office said, oh, it's okay, boss. Don't worry about it, boss. But they were, they were so, they, they, it brought me up in their eyes because I didn't have to. Mm -hmm. But I, had, I, I was having a bad day, but that don't make it right. But I mean, because you, you can overstep. Ladies and gentlemen, God never oversteps. You stick with his word. And I promise you, if you're on a road and you don't know where you're going, he does. Yeah, and even if you make a mistake, God yeah. can show you how to recover and get back on That's the right, right track. Don't let, don't let the devil beat you down. God yeah. always has a great future and a great plan for your life. Oh, if you just yeah. don't give up. He wants to open your eyes to see the horizon that he has for you. Praise just like Lord. he did with Abraham. He says, I want to show you the stars. I want to show you the sands of the sea, the sands that's on the seashore. But, there is no limit to what I can do in your life if you'll just obey me and take that first step. So can I ask you a question in front sure. of everybody? <laughs> okay. Oh, now you gave your shoes away to that lady in Australia? Yes. How many shoes have you got back in oh, purses now? I've lost track. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I did get a replacement, <laughs> but uh, God's been good to Kathy. Been, God's been very good to Kathy, and so has Jesse. Praise and I'm Lord. continuing to be a blessing. I remember not too long ago, a few months back, I brought lots of things and shoes and purses. Is this your third purses. closing, too? Uh, probably my first closing. <laughs> no, we're together on that. But anyway, it was it was beautiful. It's wonderful to give, but it's also wonderful to receive. God Amen. has a great plan of giving and receiving, and so we want Him to be glorified in everything that we do. And we pray that, that you're being blessed by these boardroom chats. We're going to do it yeah. again. We've started to do these every week. Yeah, because it's got us such good that. response. And if you're been, enjoying it, please let us know. We've been talking 49 minutes. Can you well, believe you, that? That's no, no uh, well, problem. Now you going to blame me for that? <laughs> she says, I long. And when this is Who's over, I'm going to tell you, right he's going to keep on talking. <laughs> we could probably put a body cam on him and he goes nonstop 24 7. <laughs> oh, Lord. But let me, let me make the sign of the cross here. Make the sign of the cross. It's okay. Thank you for watching and don't miss the live chat on this Monday coming. And you'll be blessed. This is Jesse and Kathy said, until next time, remember, God knows where you are. Yes. And you're going to find out where you're going. See you next time. Bye-bye.